Welcome to Faith Baptist Church, Great Village, where we believe in the truth of the gospel, building of community, and engaging in the mission of Christ. We hope you enjoy this week's message as our pastors share from God's Word. And uh, we think a lot about the cross as Christians, and uh, maybe, uh, you know, if you're here tonight and you're not, a, don't consider yourself a Christian, maybe you don't spend a lot of time thinking about the cross, but... But uh, safe to say that it does, uh, you know, the fact that you're here tonight would kind of put it front and center because, because the cross really is kind of the focal point of, uh, of our faith when we talk about the forgiveness of our sins and, and uh, um, because it's the cross upon which Jesus died. And, um, you, you know, when you, when you think about how he, uh, he uh, talked about the cross even, Jesus talked about being lifted up. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw men to myself. And he talked about the cross like uh, as, a, as being glorified. I, I don't know if you're familiar with those statements that Jesus made, but he, he actually talked about the cross as part of being, being glorified. And, uh, and you wonder how, you know, how that works exactly. And, uh, um, I, and I, I think it's 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 interesting, you know, because the cross is is a picture of um, man at his, his worst and God at his best. That the sacrifice of love that Jesus made on the cross by by sacrificing himself and offering himself there was the most incredible act of love the world has ever seen, and and lo- and that kind of love brings great great glory to God. God was glorified in His Son when his son sacrificed himself for you and me so that we could have our sins forgiven. And uh, so this is, this is, you know, Easter season tonight, this is, today is Good Friday, and it's typically, traditionally the time when we, uh, I mean, we celebrate the cross all year round, right? We, we really do. Um, but uh, particularly this time of year, we think about, about the cross and we think about the crucifixion of, of Jesus. But I think you might know this as well, that... Um, that there were three, there were actually three crosses uh, on uh, Mount Calvary that day. And we know this because scripture tells us that there were two others who were led away with Jesus to be crucified with him that day. And uh, we don't know a lot about these two men. We only know what scripture tells us of them in the instant or of time or the particular moment in time that, that we read of them being crucified with Jesus. We don't know their names. We don't know their background. We don't know uh, really a whole lot about them at all. We know they were uh, criminals and we know they were guilty. And we know it, the scripture says there that one was uh, crucified to Jesus' left Hand, and the other was crucified on Jesus' right hand. And so as Jesus, Luke tells us in Luke 23, as Jesus hung there on the cross, suffering uh, and paying the price for your sin and mine so that we could be saved, so we could be forgiven of our sins, have our, our sins paid for, and have eternal life. As he hung there on that cross, there were two men, one on each side, dying with him that day. And... Uh, 
I'm sure you, you probably have, have, have read it, or if you haven't, you can read it in, uh, in Luke chapter 23. And it says there that one of those two men began to rail on Jesus. And he began to take this kind of belligerent kind of position and started uh, almost taunting Jesus. He said, if you really are who you say you are, then why don't you just save yourself and save us while you're at it? And uh, the scripture does not record Jesus responding to that man at all. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying the scripture doesn't record any response from Jesus to that man at all. But what it does say is it says that the other man intervened. So I, you know, and even as I use my hand expression here, he wouldn't have been able to do that because he's nailed to a cross. Um, the Roman cross. Uh, but he began to intervene, and he said, and he said to the, the, the other man who had been railing on Jesus, he said, he, he said to him, uh, you know, uh, in the vernacular, you, you need to cut it out. And then he goes, he went on to say, you and I are both guilty. We both deserve what we're getting. But this man, does not deserve what he's getting. And then and in this amazing uh, uh, turn of events, if you, if you will, this man then looks to Jesus and he says to Jesus, Lord, will you remember me when you, when you come into your kingdom? Now he's hanging there. He doesn't, I mean, what can he do? He can do nothing. Absolutely nothing. He can't. He can't get up and go anywhere. He can't, you know, go to church. He can't, you know, uh, give. He has nothing to give anybody. He's probably wasted and ruined his entire life. He has nothing to offer. He has absolutely nothing to offer Jesus. What's he going to offer him? He can do absolutely nothing. No baptism. No nothing. All he could do was what he was doing, which was asking Jesus to have mercy on his soul and putting his trust and faith in him. That was all he could do. And Jesus, as you may well know, said to the man that day, today, Jesus said to him, today you will be with me in paradise. Now, the reason I bring that up is because it's, it's amazing to me that of all the things that could have happened that day when Jesus was crucified, God planned for those two crosses, to be other two crosses to be there. And knowing that all, all the things that God put together Surrounding the whole event of Jesus coming into this world and 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 uh, and dying that day for our sins, he put those other two crosses there too. And it, to me, it's like you have the center cross, which is uh, you could think of as the cross of salvation. It's the cross on which the sinless one died for all of those of us who are sinners needing to be saved. But those other two crosses, I believe, represent something too. I think that they represent, on the one hand, those of us who choose to just rail against the gospel and, and act out of unbelief. And on the other hand, those of us who choose instead to call out to Jesus and ask him to have mercy on us. And it's almost like 
God has given us in those three crosses a graphic demonstration of not only the, on the center cross of the gospel of salvation through Jesus Christ, but also a kind of dramatic example of the choice that every one of us make, either for Jesus or against him. And set out in history, in the center of history, the very center of history, we have not only this cross of salvation upon which Jesus died so that you and I could be saved, but you also have this graphic illustration, not just the gospel, but our response to the gospel, how we respond to, uh, to the one on the center cross. I think we're supposed to identify with one of those people. Who do you identify with? It's a choice we make, isn't it? It's a choice that all of us have to make. Um, Curtis is going to come. Actually, I think we're we going to show a video first. Yeah, we're going to show a video, and then Curtis is going to come. But I want, as he comes in a bit, in a bit here, I want you to think about uh, those three crosses and. Uh, where you see yourself on those. I'm just going to get out of the way and let you watch this. <laughs> 